0: In the lead-up to Christmas, it's all about the M. Rusciano Radio Show with Harley Broon. You'll be able to get up with your normal breakfast show when it returns January 2017.
1: Let's get ready to catch up, all thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. Now, Prezi lets
2: you buy gift cards from major retailers. You can send them instantly or send them whenever you choose. Just buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au
1: and you could win a $250 gift card, LTPM 160
0: it's the radio show devoted to moments like this. Harley,
2: you have a story. We'll, we'll get we'll get to you, darling. Yes. Hang on the line, Harley. We'll get to oh, you. Right. Yeah. I'm here.
0: I'm <laughs> not going anywhere. Hosted by the woman who actually said this with her very own
2: mouth. Oh, you're such a loser. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> can I can't. really do. I've got real it. skills. My imaginary skills kick your real skills' ass, can I just tell you right now. <laughs>
0: and the guy who has a degree in all things hipster. I build a chicken coop one day, cupcakes the next.
2: <laughs> Don't label you, don't box you. No, you don't don't put, put you in me a box. In a box. Do you not. You don't know me. Because I'll build you... my way out of it.
0: <laughs> Please welcome another summer breaky edition of.
2: <laughs> Radio Good morning, Australia. It's Thursday. We are a few days out from Christmas. Like what, six what? or so? It's ridiculous. I don't care. I'm not Christmas shopping. You You're know not my doing rule. It. I do oh, it on the twenty fourth. Yeah, when yeah. adrenaline kicks in and I have Chaos. no choice. When I? there's
0: just people grabbing at things, <laughs> I just need it.
2: <laughs> Pretty much, that's where I'm at. Right. Uh, we have a big show today. Huge. It's I massive. am still in Hobart. Yes. Um, beautiful. They've
0: taken you hostage.
2: They. It's look. It's a good place to be. I'll tell you right now. Um, I am coming home today, though. Going back to Melbourne. But uh, look, I can't even tell you. What's on the show? I went to Mona. Yeah, you went to I saw Mon. the Virgin Wall.
0: There's celebrity <laughs> gossip with Breen there done that.
2: Oh, you know what? We're interviewing Jermaine Clements. He's a yes. guy from Flight of the Concords. He's in the new movie Moana. Yeah. Moana. Moana. That's Moana. it. But coming up now, as always, I get to pick the first song. It's M's Gem. And it is, look, it is a good one. Now, we just have to clarify, this isn't the lady who has an eye patch. That's Gabrielle. This is right. Desiree. <laughs> okay. And this song... Uh, has the longest intro in the world, so I've been told to pad. Um, (laughs) So this song meant a lot to me. It really lifted me up as a 13-year-old when I was questioning myself. This is Desiree Dreams. It's the M. Rossi. Oh, she's ooh. tired.
0: It's a stage it's voice. The M. radio show with Harley Breen.
2: That's right, and you've got, got you some back. things to say I've about some, things.
0: Well, there's always lists. <laughs> there's lists that come out, and here's a list that's come out about marriage, essentially, because marriage is a marathon. It's not a sprint, and sometimes it's long. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Just like that was good. And sometimes it gets a bit hard. And so uh, the Huffington Post has put together a whole lot of tweets um, from people about marriage. Yes. Um, and I thought I'd read some Throw some at too. me. I'd yeah. love that. I bet yeah.
2: they're so relatable. They're I bet a bunch so... of people. Oh, they super like, relates. Me
0: too. So this one just reads, my husband just texted me from the bathroom and asked me to bring him a lot more toilet paper. So, yeah, the romance ain't dead people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so true. I
0: like that you're texting from the toilet. Like, how big's your house? Just that, open no. the door and yell out.
2: That's a sign that you're on the skids if you're texting your partner next to you.
0: <laughs> is, yeah. Here's another one: when one door closes, another opens, then another five doors plus two drawers open and stay that way. My husband emptying the dishwasher.
2: <laughs> me too. Hashtag me too.
0: Um, this one from a guy: wife, you forgot to run the dishwasher again, didn't you? Me drinking milk from a flower vase. No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. <laughs>
2: All right, you're allowed one more. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: Wife wonders where I am. Here's every musical snowman in the store start singing, knows where I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I read through this list of tweets and it, it made me remember. Like, sometimes marriage is, you get to a point where even the way they chew. Yes begins to grate on you. Yeah. And then you start to notice the individual nose hairs catching the breath just.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: And you're like, if you take one more breath, I'm going to take this fork and I'm going to insert it and you'll never find it again. (laughs) And so we, we, we wanted to, you know, there's those little things. The 131060 Australia, what was the little thing that pushed you over the edge in your relationship like that you ended leaving on? And as I want as petty yeah. as you can put, I want the thing that was the teensy thing. The it was
0: tiniest a, little ridiculous petty nonsense. But
2: obviously it was the top of the pile. Yes. Like obviously there'd been a lot of other things yeah. and then your ex did that one thing. Because yeah. Scotty and I, we split up this year back together again. Spoiler alert, it's a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> and we, and the final thing for me was the way he chewed his food because he's always got a blocked nose. So it was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to murder the food first. Yeah. Just chew it and chew with your mouth closed. He's like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't chew with my mouth closed. I've got food, to go got to put food in there. And that was it. I have so. this sort of
0: argument with my six-year-old, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yep, that makes about sense. So 131060, guess who didn't call me to see how the show went last night? <laughs> Talking about that later, Scott, about support. What did they say in counselling, Scott? Pretend you care about the things that I do.
0: <laughs> so, changing the phone topic, um, Scott, <laughs> 131060, um, <laughs> you should probably call it.
2: No, what was the tiny thing that pushed you over the edge? The was tiny it the. Thing. The fact your husband didn't call after you stayed it could, it whatever. Could,
0: it could be something like this. Don't, wife says don't waste money this month. Me, I won't. Later, wife, what the penguins swimming by in the pool? <laughs> Me, don't worry, Karen, I stole them.
2: <laughs> Harley's found himself a list of marriage tweets from Huffington yep. Post yep. and we did notice that the theme was just the teensy little things that really, Little bit patty. Little bit patty. Yes. Petty. We did ask on 131060. Was there a t- small, tiny thing, such as the way someone chews, that pushed you out of a relationship? That was the final thing, the straw that broke the camel's well, back.
0: And I've read another one here that could potentially be from your husband, which just reads <laughs> Wife, why are you breathing like that, uh, Marriage, when you can be questioned for continuing to live?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sally, hello. Hi, what was the What was the tiny, petty thing? Uh, he ate cereal with no underwear on.
0: <laughs> what? He should be applauded. What was he doing? Was he just in the full naked, or did he have a shirt on and no we, underwear?
1: He had a short T-shirt on. I love and it. And that was it. And he was sitting on the couch, just munching away. Oh, and, that, and
2: you just said, nah, we are done.
1: Yep, yeah. Yeah. He
2: just spilt some on his lap and he was wiping it off his junk. And and I I just grabbed my
0: bag and walked out. Yes! I love that. I can't say that that's petty. I reckon when it gets to... I think there's a lot of signs before that moment. Yeah,
2: but I feel like if you liked them, that would be cute. Or you'd offer to pick it up yourself. But if you're over it, it's all of a sudden Al Bundy's on your living room setting and you want him gone. I think it's
0: pretty hard to find a man that looks cute sitting on a couch with his junk out eating cereal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, the junk's good. Why not? <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. That's what we're after. little tiny petty things that push you over the edge. It doesn't matter if my husband doesn't love me because you know who does love me. Do you know who does love me, Ben? Who? Hey. Press ESB seven.
0: Oh, hang on. <laughs> what are we do- oh. How are you doing yes. this? Hang on. You, this is great. I finally got it. I finally
2: Shut got
1: Shut up. Okay, I'll be quiet. Hi, i know It's John Farnham here, and I just love
2: you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sucked in, Scotty. Yeah. We'll take your calls next. 13, 10, 60. What was the petty thing that pushed you over? Uh, Halsey found a bunch of tweets that yep. just tickled your fancy. They're all uh, ridiculous. About marriage. Yep. And we noticed the thing was teensy, teensy little things, little petty things that were annoying each person in the relationship, which generally tends to be how marriages and relationships end. There's one thing your partner does that at the time seems tiny. Well, here's a quick
0: one. 95, 95% of marriage is spent changing the temperature of the thermostat. It's hot. It's cold. So, it's hot. It's cold. So it's that
2: hot. could be that could be psychological as well. Yeah, yeah. Lara, what was the pathetic teensy thing that pushed you over the edge? Grammatically incorrect.
0: Oh, <laughs> grammar Nazi! You and
1: me. You and me. You and me. No, it's you and I. <laughs>
0: were you the You were the one that was pulling uh, your partner up on that.
1: You... Um yeah, I wouldn't let him finish the sentence until um, so we went through with it. And we just ended up like I just end up saying, No, I can't have this, I can't have this. It literally snaps me and bends me over the edge.
2: <laughs> wow. I love you so much. I understand, I feel you, I see you, I'm standing beside you. Thank you. I do not have next to me other than a taxi guy because uh, <laughs> we you washing your car. No, in like a universal sense, my energy and spirit is with you right now. It's my well, I'm to... I'm I'm grateful for you and I. Thank you. Ah, oh, yes! <laughs> yeah. oh, hello, Belle.
1: Morning, guys. Hi. What was
2: the teensy pathetic thing that pushed you over?
1: So, my my boyfriend gave me his key to come over one night, and I was going to meet him there. And when I walked in, we'd been seeing each other for a little while. He had his foot in his mouth because he was chewing his toenails. Oh. <laughs> and. I was like, is this a one-off? Like, why? And he... Is this you know, a one-off? What's the big deal? And I just thought, like, that mouth has been on my mouth and how often has that foot been in that mouth? And nah. <laughs> and
0: out, that was it? You just turned nah. around and walked back out? She just oh, moved out I of her house.
1: Her and I just went, you know what?
2: <laughs> nah. <laughs> He was all right. It was, it it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> I love that so much. You just threw the keys in. Have the house. I'm I mean, so disgusted. Yeah, to, I'm out.
0: To be honest with you, I'm impressed. I uh, I couldn't that's, get my foot to my mouth. Yeah, me pretty, flexible. pretty amazing.
2: He must be good at other things if he's that flexible.
1: Like, surely we can forgive him. <laughs> I could do that in the twenty in my 20s.
2: <gasps> oh, I bet you could, Ben. Yeah. I bet you could. I used to catch my
1: ass with my own mouth.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <nah>, that's disgusting. <laughs> If you want your
1: Christmas gift to be a massive hit this year, give a Prezi digital gift card. So Prezi lets you buy e-gift cards from major retailers, sent instantly or scheduled to send later, like on Christmas Day. Better yet, when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win one of ten $250 gift cards. That's like an awesome early Christmas gift. LTPM 160
2: <laughs> I'm coming to you from the wonderful Hobart.
0: Yeah, beautiful city. It's beautiful. Get know, down and see Melbourne. it if you haven't yeah.
2: been there. Mm. We're a national show. We're all over the place. Um, ironically, we don't go into Hobart. They wouldn't have us. Whatever, you guys, <laughs> calm down. But I did get to go on the boat to the oh. Mona, to Mona, which is, um, what does for? Old Older, new art. Yeah. Modern, old art. And new art. And I got there and it is the most – and so a, a, a philanthropist, a multimillionaire owns it. Yes,
0: David Walsh is yep. a, a professional gambler, made a lot of money and went, you know what, I'm giving back to my home state and mm. built this place, which is also his secret house –
2: now, is that proven? You've got this yes. theory. Yeah. No, no, it's not is a theory. It? No,
0: no, it's a hundred percent. It's his secret house. There's a there's a door within it. Obviously, he has a different entrance that he can go into. But there's actually a secret door in Mona that goes into his really. Because luxurious... you told
2: me this yesterday? No, and and I was like, imagining I'm not it up. Like Monty Burns style, he watches everyone on twenty seven television screens. <laughs> I reckon screens. he does
0: that. <laughs> I reckon he can see you through the Virgin Wall.
2: <laughs> well, there's a lot of things to see at Mona. Yes, it's beautiful and it's really dimly lit, and I and I just there's something about seeing beautiful things in a dark place when you're in a dark place, such as I often am, that lifts the spirit, that shines light directly through you. Mm. And there was one exhibition that I really there was a seat near it and it is a it is a wall where an artist has uh i'd say well i don't know how many exactly let's say there's a hundred of them it's a plaster they've plaster molds of lots of different lady gardens yes. and um it's and there's all different shapes and sizes and this yep. is the beauty of the wall And no it's like a, a virgin is like a fingerprint no two are the same you and know they're all out there and there's all different type, all different haircuts, all inies and outies, the whole business, and uh, because I possess one of those, I didn't feel self conscious about really acknowledging the women who have put themselves out there. And it was a statement by the artist, who's a male, ironically, saying how you know that's how women feel. They get looked at by society on how they look, but. You know, this is, this is what we're all like. We're all different and weird underneath. But my favourite part of looking at the wall of vaginas was watching the men who were in the gallery first of all stumble across it, then realise what it was, then figure out how to keep looking or walk away without seeming really creepy. And <laughs> yeah. The so exit's important. Yeah. So there's this really fine lineup. So I took a seat and I sat there for a good half an hour, just and I wanted to film, but I just I didn't. I just I was in the moment. I didn't document it. I experienced it. Good. And I and I sat there. And so first of all, the dudes. Were, there was a, there was a series of emotions they go through. They walk up with their wife and they go, oh, what's this? Oh. Mm. and then they have to make the decision. Now, they don't want to be disgusted by it because, obviously, girl power, but they don't want to look too closely because creep. So I watched all these men trying to find the fine line of, of, of interest, but at a non-creepy <laughs> line. No,
0: no yes, I, I mean, it's art. It's, it, yes. It's, well, also in that place, there's the poo room. Yes, there's the poo room, which is basically it's five insane. hanging glass jar-looking things, massive things yeah. that food is put through. Yes, and, and it goes through the same process as the human body, and it turns real food into poo. And it stinks in there. It stinks And out. I didn't realise what it
2: was until I was in there. And the and last I'm, one Ooh. does a
0: poo. on like on Yes. The, it's very – um, belt. Yeah, yeah, it's a high fibre diet in that machine because they, they do it on the on the clock. I was there one no, year and uh, there was some okay. American tourists waiting to go in. <laughs> and I, I just walked in and I'm going, okay, that's the poo room. That was gross. But anyway, whatever. And I walked out and they were having a discussion about whether to go in or not. And one said to the other, it was like, oh, oh, no. If I see poop, I will crap myself. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, a pressure. The pressure of walking through that, a park
2: and
1: seeing dog food.
0: Stay away from a dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a thing. No. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes, Holly, though, I think Art just needs to have a seat and a little nap. Sometimes yes. I think. Sit down, Art. Yeah. That's enough.
0: Just calm. Calm the time. <laughs> just <laughs> relax.
2: Just just relax. Yeah. But yeah, I highly recommend Mona and it's vision wall and sitting there and watching the men and maybe avoid the poo room. Whatever. Yeah,
0: you don't, need, you don't need the poo room.
2: Joining us, sometimes I have to pretend I'm excited to speak to people because yes. I just don't care. Yeah. But this guy, yep. Flight of the Concords, yep. What We Do in the Shadows, yep. a Hero, I love him. He yep. seems like he's really weird like us. I hope he's not insulted yep. by me saying that.
0: And he's our neighbour. Yeah. Just from there, on uh, what I like to call the uh, the Eastern States. Yeah,
2: please welcome Jermaine Clement. Hi, Jermaine. What a fanfare! <laughs> I just, I know this is creepy, but I feel like you and I would be really good friends, babe, if we met. I feel like, I feel like I'm a singing. I'm also a stand-up comic who sings, and I feel like you and I might just break into a weird little musical, and and it yeah, you was know, a pitch. I've,
1: I've, I'm thinking about all my friendships in real life, and I don't and I think any has started with someone going, I think we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> but I, I, did say, I did say something like that to someone who is still my friend, he? Right. Oh. and he I, and I felt like, oh, I shouldn't have said that.
0: Well, I'll just put it this way, Jermaine. You and me should just go and get a beer.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, there's less commitment.
2: But you are here to talk about. Now, I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Because we're, we're Aussies and we destroy the beauty of language. We yeah. say Moana. Yeah. But it's, yeah, uh, no,
1: it's Moana. Moana,
2: Moana.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Moana, <laughs> and
2: Moana. it is in cinemas on Boxing Day, and I have been obsessively listening to the soundtrack because I think if I'm correct, me if I'm wrong, the guys who wrote Hamilton wrote the soundtrack for you. Uh, guys. Yeah,
1: the guy, the guy um, who wrote Hamilton, Lin-Manuel, yeah, Ranta and then um, the other two guys do more of the score, so that, that stuff's on the soundtrack. But
2: your song Shiny is my absolute second favourite. My favourite is the one The Rock does because that is amazing. You're welcome. You're welcome, that's yes. the
1: name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you're welcome.
2: <laughs> that is the name of it. And this
0: is, like, animated uh, movies is also my favourite genre oh, duh. of film. I love it so much. Well, that's
2: you, because you grew up in a cult and weren't allowed to watch animated so films. Now Tell Jermaine.
0: I grew up in a cult, Jermaine. I, I, my dad well, that's was a, a, that's a
1: that's a very solid backstory, Isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's a good story, and you, and, you, and you weren't allowed media and now you're in the heart of the media. Yeah, now I'm right in it. <laughs> I'm in the thick of it.
0: But you've done heaps of <laughs> anim- animated films. Um, you've been the voice
2: of quite a lot of things. Do you find it easy?
1: Uh, it's it's fairly easy. It's you, Well, firstly, you, never, you don't have to memorise anything it's written in yes. front that's of you. That's
2: what appeals to me straight away because I'm terrible yeah. with scripts. Yeah. yeah, But you are just left with your voice to act.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yep. that's the yeah, but, basic job, yeah but,
2: but the way, yeah, that's how voiceovers that's, work, Carly But
1: yeah. but it's actually, it's actually, you still, you know, sometimes I'd get them to turn the lights down uh, in the booth And just have the light that's on my script because I'd get embarrassed that I'm still doing the faces
2: <laughs> when, you do, <laughs>
1: when you do the voice, you're still doing the stupid expressions and the and the movements and stuff
2: Yeah, now you play the giant treasure hoarding coconut crab Tam- Tam- you
1: read that though. You
2: read that. No, I memorised that. <laughs> I read it. I've, I totally oh. read it. Of course, I read. Okay. It. Are you joking? Yeah. You've got a fact yeah. sheet in front I'm of you. I'm reading me, everything
0: I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, wow. He read that. I read that. Like, I'm reading this. I'm not allowed to go off no, script.
2: No, I obsessively watch behind the scenes of makings of, and I did that yesterday, and I saw you doing the VO for. Um, that's voiceover. That's TikTok for yeah. voiceover. <laughs> um, that's right. VO. Yeah. V for voice.
1: Over. Over. over, over. That's right. Yeah. right. That's right, boys. We are high tech here at this wow.
2: radio show. And this, you... is, this is, i
1: didn't realize this was an educational show.
2: Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I no. didn't realize
1: this was a show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, oh my god! You've lived up to everything. You haven't disappointed, Jermaine. Uh, Mo- Moana. 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 Very Moana. good. Moana very good. opens in cinemas <laughs> across Australia. <laughs> on uh December twenty sixth. Uh Jermaine Clemens, you're a you're a treasure. We'll uh hopefully chat again soon when the restraining order uh is lifted.
1: Okay, great. I look forward to that. Thanks, darling. Uh, <laughs> there's the middle of next year, I believe, if yeah, I remember yeah, the got yeah,
2: but... I've got a note in my calendar, it'll pop up as a message to Mark. <laughs> so thanks so much. Nice. will do
0: that. So That's it's such
2: good. a badass way to end a rap song. Oh. <laughs> Word to your mother. I get <laughs> a mate you.
0: whose nickname is Doss and he always sings that song at karaoke and goes, Doss, <laughs> Doss, dos, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should never rap at karaoke. That is rule number one of karaoke etiquette. It does not work it. out. <laughs>
0: I always do A C D C Thunderstruck.
2: Do you? Yeah. Do you know what I do? What? I do you ought to know just to freak out all the men in the room, Alanis <laughs> Morissette. I make undrilling, unbreaking eye contact with all the men and just sing, I want you to know. <laughs> it's the M. Rossi Hanoi Radio Show just with Harley's brain. Thunder. Wow. <laughs> that would be intense. Um So Facebook reminded me of an event that happened two years ago. I love how Facebook does that. It allows you to see how far you've fallen, how far you've come. It's amazing. And um, it reminded me of an amazing occurrence, an event that I drove past two Christmases ago. And 131060, straight off the bat, when have you followed through on a threat you've made to your children? So I'm not very good at doing that. I'll say, do this, or I'm going to do this, and I never follow through. I'm terrible at it. But this woman who was about to become your hero, Australia. I was driving out of my parents' house and down uh, a road called Mount Pleasant Road, but it was (laughs) anything but pleasant, what I was witnessing, and I heard this commotion, these two children screaming, and I slowed down and I looked over and I noticed a mother Coming out of her house, two screaming kids in tow, dragging a fully decorated Christmas tree, dragging it out and throwing it on the ground and turning around and yelling, I told you, now Christmas is (laughs) cancelled. And oh, my God, I just slowed my roll and just clapped. Was
0: what, what part of December was this happening?
2: Like it was this time. So a week wow. out. So a week out from Christmas, this mother had clearly she said, if you guys don't stop, Christmas is done. We are not and the kids are like, yeah, whatever, as if as if you're cancelling Christmas, you bought all the presents. Nah. She followed through, man. Harley, she dragged the whole tree, the star, everything, all the decorations. That is hectic. Threw it down like a dead body and just said, Christmas is cancelled. And the <laughs> kids were just beside
0: them. Of course they were. <laughs>
2: And I've never been more inspired by an action of a parent <laughs> in my life. Lo- I just wanted to hug her. I, I wished. I wished ha- I had. I had gone back and just high five sister. I wish I had. Of v- it
0: sounds like you want your kids to mess up just so you can recreate that. <laughs> I,
2: I. do. But, I, but, I, but I, I'm terrible at coming or going through threats because it's hard when you have to discipline them because yes, then they get is. angry with you and. Yeah.
0: and I just want to be his mate. Yeah, I just <laughs> want like like to like me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But um, that's what we want to know on 131060. Are you like this mother? Have you followed through on a threat? And this was the epic. I can't think of one that would be more distressing for a kid a week out from Christmas that's to, good. Watch, to watch is. the tree. <laughs> but just the way... Just the way she looked at them and just announced that Christmas was cancelled. She just announced it for the whole street day. And I feel like every parent I, I use her as an example to my kids now. Like that that remember that woman? Remember that woman. I will
0: become her. <laughs> and there are a lot of calls coming in I know, as well. I can't wait. And I, I can tell you a story <laughs> about my dad following through on a threat and it backfiring as is well. It, is that a hook? Yeah, sure.
2: Amazing. Okay, great. We're talking about parents carrying through with epic threats. Yes. I and saw a woman cancel Christmas. I saw her drag the tree out of her house, fully I decorated, did. throw it on the curb, and scr- and her two children, their head, they were headless. They were just
0: <laughs> wow. That's really following through on a threat. <laughs> <laughs> A on your heads. Well, yeah. my dad used to do these threats that I think uh, plenty of mums and dads have done when the kids are misbehaving in the car. Mm. Um, and it's like, "I oh, will stop this car, and you can get out and walk." You know that threat. Well, <laughs> yeah, there was there was all six of us were in the Kingswood mum, mm. dad, and the four kids, and mm-hmm. myself and my older brother were just kicking off. We were never we never got along, and dad yeah. had enough. He's like, "I oh, will stop the car, and you can walk." And We're like, "Whatever," and we're just at each other. and We're hitting each other in the back seat, and he just stopped. Get, get out. Just the go. reverend. Yeah, in, in the middle of Queensland country. <laughs> oh. Like, we're on a, we're a desolate highway and he just takes off into the distance. Now, <laughs> then what happened? Who used to be enemies became comrades in arms. <laughs> we, we have never been tighter as people together. We went into the bush and hid <laughs> behind trees. <laughs> And so Dad came back to try and find us and we were nowhere to be seen. You
2: did the double back on the threat.
0: Yeah, on a highway that's known for people going missing. Oh. And he was having a near stroke in the car. You're the it was the worst. best. You're the worst last best. Yeah, w- we showed him. That's it. It was like. <laughs> yeah. Try and teach us a lesson. We'll teach you a lesson.
2: For teaching us a lesson. You're in the lesson matrix <laughs> yeah. now, you guys. <laughs> 13, 10, 16, we're getting a lot of calls. I want to hear from epic legend parents or kids who have had their parents follow through on threat. It's like legitimately come through with the goods stuck to the guns. Hello, Laura. Hello, how are you? Now, did you follow through on a threat or have it done to you? Oh, Mum totally did. She cancelled my fourteenth birthday because I was a brat. She cancelled your birthday. Yeah. How far out from the party? party. How far out from the party did she cancel? Oh no. (laughs) So you'd given out all the invos? Yep. Oh. Yeah, we're meant to have a massive sleepover, and I think by memory—we're meant to go ice skating. Oh God! Um, and yeah, that was it. But Pulled I guess in. now I'm an adult. I'm like, Mum, you're you're badass. That's badass. I would Mom. never have the guts. Plus, I would have already gone to all the effort of the lolly bags and cleaning the house. I <laughs> just have the party, whatever. <laughs> Hello, Jess. Hey, how are you going? You Good. Co- you you came through on an epic threat.
1: Um, yeah. So my daughter had been growing her hair for ages. It was down to her butt, like. Literally. And I told her if she got in trouble at school I'd cut it, so I cut it right up to her ears and
2: she <gasps> had How old <laughs> like, how old was she? Um, fourteen. Oh. That's epic. Did, did you have to hold her
1: down? No, she, I warned her, and I said, "She goes to Catholic school." And I said, you, "You get in trouble at school. I'm going to cut your hair." It was her most prized possession. So when she was in trouble, she swore another kid, not meaning to. I mean, but whatever. Oh. I cut it off, and she sat there and took it. She
2: what? cried, yes. but I mean,
1: it wasn't it wasn't good for me either, you know. But whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and how
0: old is your child now? Fifteen,
1: almost sixteen. Oh, it's only yeah. recent.
0: Can I
2: tell you, Jess? I have one of those, and the hair is—they all have long hair, and they're, they're all manes. They're all beautiful. I've got Instagram accounts, and if I did that, yep. she would never forgive me. But my daughters are so much stronger and taller than me. She wouldn't. She'd fight me off. I'm telling you right now. So well done. Thank oh, you. That would be bad, Harley. Yeah. Like, we have to buy a special shampoo so it smells good. It's serious business, teenage girls' hair. Yeah.
0: I'm scared okay. about the idea of that.
2: <laughs> I don't want to do that. I hope you get a daughter so bad. Hello, Tamara. Hey, so f- I have yes. three kids and um, this was back before we had mobile
1: phones and iPads to distract them in the car. Yeah. And we were heading on a on an epic road trip holiday, but they were terrible in the car. They were always fighting mm. like ten or fifteen minutes from home. So we left two days early and told them if they didn't behave in the car we're gonna cancel the holiday and just waited for them to lose it and start fighting and turned around and went home.
0: <laughs> so you fake cancelled the holiday? We
1: fake cancelled the holiday and <laughs> so like we said to them if you behave yourself we'll totally like we'll see how you go the next couple of days and maybe we'll give it another go. So you're <laughs> like we were driving from western New South Wales to Queensland. So they were just Awesome for the rest of the trip because they, they totally thought we oh, would cancel the brilliant. holiday
2: again. It was the best. That is the most, oh, my God. That is some pre-planning. That's, That's some that is, real they, forward
0: thinking there. They,
2: they really packed up you about a fake holiday <laughs> to ensure good behavior. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered. But I, I salute you, Tamara. Oh, my God, how? Yeah, that was That's good. That's level. good parenting. People I'm should a- take
0: notes on that.
2: I'm a terrible parent. I mean, <laughs> and Fiona, finally, I'm um, 13, 10, 60, Did you follow through on an epic thread or did someone do it to you? Uh, it was my mum, and she yeah. told me that if I went shopping with my friends and my room wasn't tidy, she was going to throw my bed out. And I came home at 2 in the morning and found my bed fully made on the curb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that it was fully made.
2: <laughs> yeah. that, is some, like, that is some proper psychological warfare yeah. there. I will make yeah. your bed. It's got hospital corners. There are cushions on it, but it's outside because I told you it, it would That's where be. you're sleeping. Did you sleep in it? <laughs> um I did not because I don't think she'd bet on it starting to rain. So by the time I got <laughs> the record, it was soaked all the way through. Oh, <laughs> and then she had to buy you a new bed. So in the end, she lost. Backfire. Oh. oh, thanks for all your calls. They were epic. We'll see you straight after this. It's time now for the premier entertainment segment in the world.
0: Yes. Finger on the pulse. <laughs> this is... Green there, dumb that... Well it 's a day of power couples on Breen there done that, two different meetings, both spectacular in their intensity, one, a gathering of power vocals and the other a convention of stupid i 'm of course talking about the Mimi Me, Me, Queen Bee mashup and the Kanye West Donald Trump cluster f- dump button <laughs> Firstly, Mariah Carey and Beyonce Knowles have been rubbing shoulders, and hold your tits, they brought their offspring along. The super mums and star vocalists got together and were joined by Mariah's children, Monaro and Tirana, and Beyonce's kid, Purple Lantana. Oh, and some other random kid with no explanation. Let's who call was her that Frank. Kid? She's Frank. Beyonce, who is known for her singing and to a lesser degree her acting, and Mariah had her dress on backwards. <laughs> The meeting was reportedly caused hashtag problems across the world as fans of both singers scrambled to figure out what hashtag to use. Hashtag Mimi, hashtag Queen Bee, hashtag Herogasm. The super divas didn't even talk. They just sang at each other while their children stood awkwardly and thousands of dogs ran for the hills. As this meeting was taking place, Beyonce's partner, JZ, because it's Australia, and Mariah's new beau, that dancing bloke from up the back, were having a beer and trying to figure out why no one gave a crap. Because, gentlemen, you just can't compete with hashtag me, <laughs> Another power couple has also met in recent days, President-elect Donald Trump, and as of 2020, President Kanye West. Yeah, why not? Go on, America. Drive this puppy into the ground. By puppy, I mean your country, and into the ground, I mean nuclear winter. The two airheads met at Trump Towers to laugh maniacally. Trump has described Kanye as good man, and said that the two had been friends for long time. Kanye looked puzzled. <laughs> Kanye looked puzzled as he exited the elevator inside Trump Towers, presumably reeling from where Trump grabbed him. The meeting has been called the dumbest gathering of brains since cavemen met to grunt about dirt. No one is sure what the meeting was actually about. Possibilities are funny sounds your butt makes, how breathing is done, and how beautiful the ocean sounds when you hold Kim's head to your ear. <laughs> The future's fine, everyone. Let's just look at Mariah, Beyonce, and the kids again.
1: <laughs> that was. Bring
2: there, done that. Ah. Uh. You're very funny. Don't ever let it be said you're not a good oh, funny person. Thank you, mate. Oh, I can't breathe. God, you're one. funny. I wish I wish you spoke more on this show. <laughs> can we make sure that Harley can we just change the name of the show, please?
0: <laughs> no, don't. I love so being on the good. radio show <laughs> with Harley Bruce.
2: God, that was funny. Now, look, you'll all be across, and even you, Harley, who tries to avoid anything mainstream because you're a professional (laughs) contrarialist. (laughs) I (laughs) like that. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't. (laughs) The jokes—you just can't turn it off, can you? <laughs> I'm, always jo- I'm always done. I'm always on.
0: Try and live with me. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh,
2: samezies. Well, we love each other. Um, so James Corden has a little segment he does, which has actually become bigger than his whole show. It's carpool karaoke, and we've recently had Madonna. He's had Mimi. He's had all the big names, and including this week, no exception. Uh, I believe what I believe. This man is our generation's Michael Jackson. Well, my oh. kids' generation, Michael yep. Jackson, at the very least. He had Bruno Mars. Oh,
1: Oh, yes. When did you first know, oh, I, I can,
0: I want to perform and this is what I want to do? Four years old. Four years old? Yep. Doing what then? I was impersonating Elvis Presley in my
2: Shut dad's the front door. Rock and roll 1950s review in Waikiki. Can you do the lip? <laughs> can I do What's... the
1: lip? But what song did you do at four?
0: Born through a party at the can of jam. Prison <laughs> was at the can of The band was open and the began to sing. You
2: should have knocked out to the Let's rock, dance, and burn, let's rock. Oh, Yeah, he's got some chops. Man, he can sing. Yeah. He's so good. And the whole thing's amazing. It's up online. They do all these hits. James Corden sings over the top of him as he does. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really great and everyone feels good. But there's one guy, there's one guy not feeling good, yep. there's one guy sitting at home in his LA mansion, yep. waiting for the phone to ring. It's like, I want a bit of that. Yeah. There's one singer that we all know and love in this country who, in fact, we've basically adopted him as our own, who has been rejected several times. He's had his people approach James Gordon, and that is Robbie Williams. I can't believe
0: it. Yeah. Like Honestly, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on this world. I don't know what's going on, but I just figure if he asks to do anything, anyone would fall over themselves to get him involved in it.
2: Poor Robbie, he revealed that he um has approached them several times and been rejected every time because they say he's not famous enough.
0: Wow, what are you do you gotta do?
2: Robbie said, I'm gonna do Robbie's voice because I'm very good at impersonations. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> do you see what I did yeah, there? I, did I can't turn good. it off I either, like mate. Try. <laughs> 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 or suppose
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Just cold laughs> uh, Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, here we go. English, English. <laughs> I suppose you have to be <laughs> – <laughs> I can't do it. Can you do English accent? No, i do? I'm, I'm you have crazy. a go. You have a go. You've got the bit of paper, haven't uh, you?
0: Probably
2: not. <laughs> of, <is> I <laughs> suppose – I suppose – Cockney, brother. I, I, su- <laughs> I suppose you have to be famous in America. Oh, no. Nah, I'm just going to do my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you have to be famous in America to do carpool. I'm not famous there. I'm yet to tick that box. Sad face emoji. Oh, <laughs> poor Robbie. He really, really wants to do it, and you know he says James hasn't got me, to, hasn't got back to me about doing carpool. I've left a couple messages personally.
0: Oh, he's <gasps> got super needy and a bit stalky. <laughs>
2: like, what are you? He's got? just, hey James, it's Robbie again. Can just, I do that? <laughs> just ringing you back. Just call me, buddy. Call me. <laughs> I just want to, I'll do it with you, Robbie. I'll, I'll come yeah. pick you up in my Skoda without the air conditioning. Um, and we can drive around and we That'd can sing. Good. And through air. Oh, shit. I mean, that's an amazing. Angels, you... oh my God, tell me you know that song. Yeah, it's, it rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me Robbie Williams didn't make the Methodist cult?
0: No, he did not. Really? He's quite often seen with his shirt off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sometimes he took his skin off in that rock DJ film clip. Sometimes yeah. it was just there in his skin, in his bones. So was you guys it? could not oh. have had that yet. So I just wanted to, you know, just give a little little shout out to Rob's. Just go, mate, we love you in this country. Yeah, yeah. come it's over okay. here. I'm not driving around in a scooter at the moment. I've actually been lent an amazing car um, from Doncaster Land Rover. I'm driving around in a Range Rover with a soft top. Yeah, mm, yeah. Pl- mad plug alert. Plug, 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 plug. Plug, plug,
0: plug, plug. Yeah, plug. Robbie would be And really he's little too, so he could just go in the glove box. <laughs> I could go in the passenger seat. We could all oh, have a
2: sing-along. I'm so tired. I need John Farnham. I need Farnham. Oh, that's all right.
0: Hi,
1: Emma Ratiano, It's John Farnham here, and I just love
2: you. Oh Oh. <laughs> oh my God! Does he say Emma? Did he call no, me Emma? He he uh, he falters
0: at Roshiana.
2: <laughs> so he do doesn't you? Doesn't say Emma. You don't know how to say my last name. I
0: say it differently every time. Russiano, Rashiano. How do you say Ruk- my last name? Rukurano. Hey, good friend. Rasitano <laughs> Hey,
2: mate. How do you say my last name? M Russiano. Nope. M Russiano. S- sorry.
0: M Russiano. That's better. Now
2: get it right. That's the
0: name of the show. I'm Harley Green.
2: We'll see you after this. We've descended into madness. (laughs) That's uh, pretty much all we have time for today, Australia. If you missed any of the shows this week, the Farnham interview, the Jermaine Clement interview, Breen there done that today was an absolute jam. You need to catch that. You can go to my website, emrassiano.com.au. They're all there for your listening pleasure. Melbourne, I'll see you tonight at the Palais Theatre. Yes. We are sold out. And I'm joining
0: you on stage.
2: Harley Breen is my opening act. Well, you're my special guest. You're a ma- my Amanda on Melrose Place. Oh,
0: great. Yep, and I think yep. this is the first time we've shared a stage together. Like, we've oh worked together God. a long time, but I don't it think is.
2: we've... I don't think Melbourne are ready for the kind of oh, energy gonna that's, that's yeah. going to produce. an explosion <laughs> of
0: filth to your fans, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, that's good. And, um, look, we'll be on air tomorrow morning fresh as dead daisies. <laughs> we'll see you then, Shreya. Bye. See ya.